welcome to Unqualified and Over Opinionated. Um, yeah, we really just made this podcast to talk about whatever we want to talk about. Um, we've been friends for like nine years, going on ten. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Going on ten. Woo, woo. Like, <laughs> you want me to start over? No, I think. <laughs> Honestly, I think this works. I think people understand, man. Anyway, yes, welcome. Here's our intro, right? Mm-hmm. All right, are you ready for it? Okay. We think, you know, welcome to Unqualified and Overopinionated. We think we're wise as fuck and deep as shit. <laughs> and we think you should listen. However, we got, don't got degrees. So maybe check in with an expert before you run off and follow what we say. I'm not disregarding my degree that I worked so hard for. Yeah, okay, but we don't got those kind of degrees that you should be listening. I think that's it. And we can do that again. Do you want to say it? Oh, shit. I, did you write it down? I... <laughs> what kind of one-take person, bro? My recall don't work like that. Okay, so... um. That's our disclaimer. We're going to get it out of the way. Right. We said what we said. Um, if you want to cry about it, go to cry to your mother. Uh- <laughs> We're not saying anything. Judging. Are we going to be judging people? I don't know. We'll see. It's like yeah. a list. Like- don't say that. Okay. Don't talk about your list. <laughs> what? I have opinions. Obviously. Over opinions. Yeah, yeah. Oh, see... That's why you should be unqualified and I should be over-opinionated. I think that's the one I like the most. And I don't think I would acknowledge that I'm over-opinionated, so that would go with Okay, that. I see what I think I have saying. just the right amount of opinions. I don't think people have enough opinions, honestly. Let's talk about that. That should be a topic. No, it should not. Anyway, yeah. moving on. Okay. So, who are we? What do we do? Like, where do we come from? Our coming to America stories, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. First of all, we're like, we're African and we're also American. We're also separately, which is, oh, that, dude, that's going to be something that's going to be very hard to distinguish when we're talking about like Africans, right? We should be referred to it as African African, you know? And then black people are African Americans. Yes. Double the African. Like black. See, my thing though is like when you say black people, I think of all the black people in the world, like oh, of really? Africa. Like, yes, like the race. The people. Oh, see, no. See, like, when I think of Black people, as an American, I always think about us. No, I think of, like... I don't talking, like, Black, Black. I think of, like, the <laughs> There needs to be that double, bro, when referring to outside of the U.S. Why are you so African anyway? <laughs> this makes sense. I'm going to start off with my coming to America story because this... I hope you keep all of this. I'm real proud of what I'm saying right now. I think this is some good stuff. This is some interesting stuff for sure. My coming to America story, I was, you know, a youngin' when I came to America. Um, But I would say I spent a lot of my formative years in my country of birth. West Africa? Yeah, okay. You're West African. I'm East African, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Biggie and Tupac. It takes a minute. It's okay. Like I didn't get it. Right <laughs> took way too long, in all honesty. Because you said east and west, right? And I thought we live in. The, I live in the north, and you live in the south. Like, how does that work? And then I was like, oh shit, Africa. 
It's in the beginning of the hyphen. Anyway, um, so I spent most of my formative years in my home country in West Africa. And I was flewed out to the U.S. Um, Mama and Daddy came to get me. Okay. <laughs> he came to get me. Um, and we landed, like, literally in the middle of the U.S. It was winter time. Um, Where did you land? Well, first we landed in New York, right? That was, okay. We had a layover in New York. Okay. And then the winter in New York, can you imagine? But we never left the airport. And then... We landed in the middle of the United States, like corn territory. <laughs> Wait, what city or what con- uh, state? Iowa. The girl, that's, oh, that's the Midwest. That's okay. That's corn territory. <laughs> yeah, and really, there's nothing there. It was just snow. Yeah. Oh, my God. And in the winter, yeah, there's not. I mean, there's not even anything there in the summer. Like, it's about the same. And then one of the sites, the first landmarks, I guess someone pointed out to me or one of our family friends pointed out to me was the mcdonald's <laughs> <laughs> and also a deer like on the side of the road so that was like my first memory of coming to america so what about you <laughs> you you are so bad at this i told you man i can avoid using names all together I like to address people directly. Right, you really do. See, acknowledge that. You like to address people. What is wrong with that? Anyway, tell me about your Very direct. Like, I already know we're communicating. Why you gotta be so, like... It's like the whole... Yes, okay, this is the comparison. I finally got it. It's like when um, your parents are yelling at you, right? And you look away, and they're like, look at me when I'm speaking to you. Yeah, that's the energy when you say my name. Because I do want you to look at me when I'm speaking. <laughs> like, refocus your attention. Yeah, I don't do well with being ignored, so. No one's ignoring you. We're having a conversation. I like to see the, like, body language that you're listening. Over the, okay. All right. My coming to America story, right? Mm-hmm. I don't recall it like that. I know we were in East Africa. And then we were in America. That's about it. That is the depth that I got. Obviously, that implies that I got here a lot earlier. And um, yeah, I got here a lot earlier, obviously. Plus, as you guys, you know, obviously will come to know, my memory don't work like that. So <laughs> um, I think, though, like, while I don't have like a deep memory, of like the I knew that as long as I can remember I knew we weren't American and like we were separate from all these people like no like flat out like <laughs> there was a never a point honestly where I was like yeah we're American like it was never something that like we claimed you know even like when we got the like citizenship and stuff like it was yeah we can go now it was never yeah so which yeah so I always knew which kind of like becomes hard because like obviously you know that without even talking about it as fucked up as it is like your parents don't like white people but I know like hear me out let me let me see where I'm just follow okay okay but I assumed that like you know among of color that we were like the same, right? And like it was against the white man, and that wasn't the case. Okay, fight the um, power and all of it. 
Nah, man. And it wasn't even the case for like, like, men, like with black, not even just Africans, literally only us. Um, yeah, I don't really have like anything to add to that. But I can say, like going back to the coming to America story, that like, I do distinctly like remember the first like white people I ever met. I remember the first like white people I ever met. And the first one I met was at the layover in New York because we had to go through customs. And it was this man in like, you know, uniform. Maybe. Yeah. And he was just, he was like really nice because, you know, I was a little girl. Yeah. It was customs, like TSA. Yeah. And so he was just, he was really nice to me because, you know, I was a little girl, didn't really know what's going on. You know, bright eyed, bushy tails. Just got off watching, I don't know how many hours of movies on the plane. Why? I'm <laughs> Yo, but I, you know, but I saw a coyote the other day. Did I tell you that? Straight up, no. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> but it was, no, okay, wait. I need to write this. Because you tell me we'll talk about it later. But no, the coyote, right? I was on Division, bro, which is like a main high, like, there's nothing that's really alive there. You know, you barely even see squirrels. And we saw this, like, what I thought was a dog crossing. And it was at, like, nine. And then I, we got closer. And I'm like, oh, shit, that's not a dog. And then I was like, wait, what is that? And this person I was with was like, that's a coyote. And I was like, holy shit. Okay, so, like, I have two questions, right? Yeah. Why did that person know it was a coyote so quickly? Um, okay, so sorry for you. Um, uh, she's one of the four, man. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, that's weird. That's weird. What? What? That there's a coyote on the river. I mean, I've seen like, um, like a fox like pass through. <laughs> <laughs> None of this should even be in here, so like it's all good. <laughs> but oh my god! But back to my coming to the first, the first white people. Right. So that man in TSA was the first white person like I fully actually met. And then the next person like that I actually interacted with, like conversating, you know, face to face was a family <laughs> friend that picked my father and I up from the airport. Um, she was a woman. <laughs> I feel like that. Okay. She, uh, yeah, she was really nice, you know. I remember that was my auntie, you know what I'm saying? That's what my parents introduced her as. Yeah, yeah, I have a lot of white aunties in my life. <laughs> my mom likes to call it. But, yeah, I don't think, and as far as, like, other Black people, I don't think I really had a lot of experience with, like, just being around a lot of black people outside of Africans until, until, yeah, until like I moved to, you know, that wonderful state you call home. I feel like we shouldn't, you know, talk in a disrespectful fashion regarding each other's states, man. I literally said that wonderful state you call home with. Yeah, but it's the way you said it. It's not the way I said it. I meant what I said. No, I imagine you did. <laughs> but honestly, I'm still at the white auntie's part. Yeah. Yeah, you left me back there. I didn't catch up. 
interesting honestly for starters right about the whole like you've had predominantly african people like experience um because like well i feel like all through my life i've like interacted with people from all sorts of background um it was always like at a distance even if you were like buddy buddy with them like it was still at a distance and i think even with like and it should bother me that we interact culturally like so like exclusive I think the only people it really bothers me with is is black people because I feel like it comes from like a judgy area at least like a lot more judgy because I won't lie like I don't know grew up very problematic environment right a bit xenophobia a bit racism all the above colorism too (laughs) tribalism like you know all the yeah but with black people like it was just extra cruel because it made it seem like everything that that happened was on them and like there's really this view i feel like of black people from other minorities that like the same as like a lot of problematic white people have but we don't see it i guess nearly as problematic that like slavery was so long ago you can't keep using that as an excuse kind of thing when people don't fully register like all that has happened after slavery and like ideally in the future we're going to do I think a whole history segment and then um dive deeper into like the prison system and healthcare and education modern day slavery huh modern day slavery right and that's all the ways that from the moment slavery ended that they made sure to oppress people like it just and then the fact that especially how like I guess removed we feel from it I don't know if you ever felt that growing up but like problems that were affecting literally people that we lived near or problems that like you would see like someone uh, like a uh, an incident of police brutality and while they register that it's wrong it's not like oh shit that could have been me or that could have been my son like that doesn't fully Mm. click for them and, like, there's this idea that in the same way we can tell everyone apart that racist people <laughs> could look at someone and go, yep, they're African, right? Like, so I guess that's where I'm, like, I, I don't know why I was thrown off with the white aunts. Like, I just never was in any shape or form. And I still am like that. And I think, you know, that's why you say I'm African. But, like, never the idea that you're buddy-buddy with anyone that I guess as fucked up as it is, that isn't one of your own. Like, it's just, yeah. Yeah, no, I've always been like, that it's gonna be when I was, <laughs> when I was like, like I said, I didn't really like have the opportunity to interact with other like black non-Africans until like middle school and high school, college, et cetera. Um, because I was always like a minority everywhere I went, like, first grade through seventh grade, like, third grade, 
grade, I was like predominantly Hispanic school. And then fourth through fifth grade, I was in like a really like diverse school. Like I would actually call it not diverse, not because like you have the one black person, no, like actually diverse. Um, and then like predominantly white for like all the other years. So I feel like that exposed me to like different perspectives, like different ways of living. Like I definitely don't think there's one right way to live or to be. However, however, I do think what that informed me of, like I definitely learned about privilege through these um, experiences, I do think, because I think especially in middle school, coming from like a predominantly white middle school to the like, I don't know what to call our school, to be honest, because it's very, I think it's very pretty segregated, if I'm being broke. Like, how so? The white people rarely interact with like black people, like African or non-African. So it, it's very, it's two very different experiences. Yo, you know what? That's valid because there is never an instance where like, first of all, middle school, I don't remember interacting with white people in all honesty and even high school. Honestly, the only time in school that I feel like I interacted with white people was speech. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't even interact with them during the day. Yep. And also, like, the only time I'd hear about white people like, interacting with black or non-white people was, like, if there was a fight. Wait, or right. Would be if there were a fight. Like, if there was some sort of conflict, then I would, like, see or talk, hear about, like, Why white people. Why are you angry, bro? That's so, like... I'm just trying to get comfortable. Well, it was just like, it was like shaking, you know, it's like shaky. Okay, that's not cool. Um, yeah, I feel like it's, honestly, it's kind of reflective of the state of the United States, to be honest. Do you feel like it's a reflection of the state, like the, the U.S., or like a reflection of my state? Like, does that I make sense? Because like, general, between... In general, I feel it is a reflection of the United States, because... Even when I went to, like, university where I went to, like, the city where I went to school is, like, one of the most segregated in the U.S. There's, right. Like, a clear divide. But I was going to say my, the state is, too. That's what I'm saying. It seems like it's a, like, clear reflection of the U.S. at large rather than just that state. But other states aren't as bad, though. Like, I imagine there's still some degree, but, like just saying that the states that you've been in because I'm the worst but also thinking of like states like California where there is like a mixture of different cultures when you go to different like regions in a city like you will clearly see oh like this is where the black people are this is where the Latino people are the Asian people are there's still that division yeah I don't know what I was getting yeah you're right but um, that just leads me to how, like, you know, the signing of the Emancipation Proclamation was not the end of racism or, like, segregation. In the oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That happened when Obama was elected because now we're, like, post-racial. Post-racial? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Get out of here. Yeah, no, man. We fixed it all. 
Yeah. Forget everything that happened after that. <laughs> 2018 or 28 or yeah, 2008. Yes, there we go. 2008, everything was fixed. I'm real concerned for you. Facts, man. Don't think about the last 12 years. How can I not? Right. But okay. if you don't, what I'm saying is true. No, it's really not. <laughs> Forget what they did during the election cycle, too. None of that Bertha, like, no. No, no, no. None of the terrorist comics. That didn't happen right either. After, right after the signing of the Emancipation Formation, you know, the end of the Civil War, they were supposed to be doing that 40 acres and a mule reconstruction. No, you know that Abe Lincoln tried to have them sent back? Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, straight. Like, that was one of the crazy, like, fuck that, dude. I'm glad he got back. Like, ah, no, real. What he's dead already. <laughs> Can't be more dead by what I said. And what respect do I have to have for someone who said, Yeah, we're done, go back home? That is essentially it. Literally, that's what. And then was way more baffled that he couldn't do that. That's what reconstruction was supposed to be about like reconstructing the South so it would. They would like establish a new economy and not have black people like be the foundation of <laughs> the economy. But you know, it didn't really and work also, out. Also, he had a high squeaky voice. No. Yeah. So I would be like, "What do you? What do you? Hear me? I can't even get that high." He probably could though. Yeah. Girl. Okay. <laughs> That's the hill I'm dying on. Fuck that. <laughs> Oh my gosh, this has become an Abe Lincoln hate podcast. He's also in the closet, and I don't respect him. <laughs> okay, I guess the disclaimer really applies here because I don't know what she's talking about. You're gonna say awesome. <laughs> Over opinion. Or keep it yeah. in shit. I'm speaking my truth. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I was gonna, you know, talk more about like the timeline. I um, you know, the suffering that Black Americans have endured in this country that they call the United States of America. Mm, don't know about that. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Are you American? Excuse me. Can I finish my, my timeline, please? <laughs> Thank you. We can come back. We can circle at the end. I don't like to be interrupted. I apologize. I'm so sorry. Too many times. Okay. Okay. I was saying clearly I'm listening because it's interactive questions. It feels Um, Oh, yes. I appreciate the listening. It's active listening. That's what it's called. The mouth needs to be closed if it's active. If it's active. Okay. Okay. Disrespectful. I'm so sorry. Actually, I'm not sorry, but I'm sorry. <laughs> Where was that even? See, you made me lose my brain of thought. Oh, reconstruction. Oh, you were, it was after the impact. Uh, okay. Yes, reconstruction. And then reconstruction didn't work out. So that's when you see the introduction of Jim Crow laws, where like voting laws preventing Black people from voting. Like you have to be able to write your name, read this, blah, blah, blah. Like, and you know, black people just got free. Like, where's the education coming from? But I mean, even the questions they asked were not, like... They were not easy questions. No, but they weren't even, like, questions that made sense. Mm -hmm. 
you know, like, they'll use, like, not just, like, a double negative, but a triple negative just to fuck with, yeah. Honestly, that's what it was. They would give the white people the answers. (laughs) But then, you know, you have the whites only, blacks only, separate, but equal. And that brings us into the 20th century. Like, not that long ago. Like, your grandma, your grandma's grandma, even, maybe. I don't know. But their grandmother. Okay. And then we have, like, this goes on, honestly, until... Because even when they, like, like created voting laws, like, equal voting laws, it was never equal. Like, they would... It still happens to this day, honestly, because you have Gary... In the 60s? Huh? The 60s with the, the voting rights? Yeah, the voting rights, the civil okay. rights act of 1960. Okay. All of it. Yes. Like, it's all pretty words, honestly. It's all just pretty words, but, like, they're, they always come up with a way to disenfranchise Black people. And honestly, to this day, you still have, like, gerrymandering the division of districts. And the, do you know what Texas did? They made it so that you can only have, like, one drop-off box per county yeah. for voting. And you Texas, know Yo, the fact that Texas is complaining about, like, rigged elections and stuff when all that shit that they were doing is crazy. <laughs> like, it's honestly crazy. People in Georgia complaining when they did the same thing, like, it's like, whose fault would it be if y'all were the ones who took these things away? Like, <laughs> how dare you? One state able to be right next door. How dare you? Like, what? Anyway, so what I'm saying is, like, it's a continuous history. Like, slavery was not the end of it. We could go into housing laws, we could go into like the 13th Amendment, how. Like, prison is still slavery. Like, that's where slavery is legal. There are so many Black people in the penitentiary system. Mm-hmm. You know, we're really, like, one of the only... I, I want to say the only country, but I need to double-check if I say only. But there's not many of many countries, huh? Okay, you might not need to double-check this week, don't mind, <laughs> But no, we're one of the only countries whose, like, demographics don't match their population. Like... There's more people, like, sorry, their jail demographics don't match their public, like, percent. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. The percentage yeah. of every race should be similar mm-hmm. to, like, what your population looks like. And majority of people who are locked up are people of color. Mm-hmm. But majority, yeah, I'm not going to go into all that. It's going to get real racist. Let me stop there. Yeah, so really that's serial what I want to Just look at the t- type of people who do serial killings and mass shootings. <laughs> like, oh, no, we know this. We right, know I'm just saying, like, the numbers is, don't add up. The numbers add don't up. add up. How are people of color, the, the, the majority on death row, mm-hmm. when you think of the amount, like, bro, the amount of mass killings that occur in the U.S.? And I, like, obsessively look into that. And there, there's only one race <laughs> that typically comes up. <laughs> so, you know, we, ha- we have a lot to say about the justice system. We, you know, we gonna get into it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No um, disrespect to any one race, though. <laughs> y'all know what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. 
And I really don't, I don't respect that. It wasn't us. It was our ancestors. You can't blame us. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Let me try it. Because, right, are you still not participating in the system that was created by your ancestors? Are you still not benefiting from it? And if you said it wasn't your ancestors, maybe you should actively work to, like, dismantle that unfair system. Then maybe we can talk about it not being your ancestors. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, 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 no. I see your hand. You, you see my hand? You're not going to call me, though? I got, okay, hand? defense, defense. Okay, what is the defense? Right. I, I don't think you should fault people for taking a route that makes life easier for them, you know? Okay. Like, if it's unintentional, you know? Okay, but, okay. So, okay. like, the white person who like exists right and who got to like the point they are probably from a lot of uh privilege right but is currently just existing i'm saying non problematic right maybe microaggression white people shit in general but like that is just that comes with the territory (laughs) but like not like overtly problematic you know not like i'm not talking about like because I'm not saying, like, the liberal, like, progressive, like, because they're, they, they're trying, right? And I'm not talking about, like, the, the type, you know, you know what I mean? Sure. Yeah, so I'm not yeah. talking about, I'm just talking about the ones who just exist, who literally, and it's baffling, right? But do not, or tr- try their best, right, to participate in color blindness. Are you talking about the apolitical, everyone, yes. one race, the human race? Yeah, 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 the hippie, like, uh-huh. let's all get along, I don't get it, but not trying to actually understand it, just being like, you guys, this is too much negativity, mm. this is something positive. You know, they have the privilege to tap out, and they have actively tapped out. See, that's, well, that's part of the problem, because I also... But who are they harming? Yeah. You know, like, who are those people harming? Is that not like kind of like being a bystander? Uh, like I said, you can't fault people for being weak. <laughs> First part. Is that not kind of like especially if you are confronted with like information or like someone actively like gives you this information and you're like, mm, like I want to get myself involved in that. Like that. Yeah. That's See, that's crazy. That's crazy. Right. That's crazy to me. Oh no. Because I can't do that. Right. But to them, it's not, when you're not registering, like, the weight of what you're doing, you know? I don't know. I just feel like people who avoid critical thinking are just dangerous. They're American, though. <laughs> 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 you would say. Oh, my God. I'm just saying, bro, like, you can't fault these people. I think there's something, it's almost like a, like, it's beneficial to not think too much if you live here. Ignorance is, yeah. Yeah, straight up. But, like, at this point, like, this is a precipice in history, right? Like, today, today, 2020, year of coronavirus. (laughs) Year of coronavirus. Year of Trumpism, right? Like, this is the peak of Trumpism, maybe, or maybe just the beginning, like, a full-blown Trumpism. 
right. think we have the worst we haven't seen the worst yet right it's <laughs> like it's the, it's crazy to me that you will sit here and just think you can tap out because it's getting closer and closer to people people are dying every day you can't ignore that it's it's impossible to ignore it's a death toll increasing like that that could be you baby that could be you next week and then what but people don't think like that bro like critical avoidance of critical thinking is dangerous but it's human and choosing yourself over or not even thinking about others and focusing on yourself is human you know because mm-hmm. like there was a story about when the war started right back home <laughs> it's trying to be as vague as possible whatever the war that affected my life right <laughs> that war started it started in the north right Mm-hmm. And when people were coming down, there's a guy who fled to down south and he was at a like cashier and stuff and they were talking and the cashier just denied that any a of war? this no not a war, but denied that this possibly could affect them. Mm-hmm. And the man said, just you wait, it will come down here. And then eventually it did, you know. But, like, it is human to think that, like, oh, that's their problem. Like, removing yourself and thinking, I have enough on my plate, and plus it's just unlikely, and then thinking about all the security measures and stuff. Like, the amount of people who did not think the the stuff that has happened with Trump, for example, right, would happen. Like, straight up. And, like, I've had this conversation with so many people where I'm like, if you look at 2016, not even to the 2015 until 2019 up until 2020 people were saying yo he's gonna do this he's gonna do this and everyone would be like nah and then he would do it and people were like oh my god like and then they're like it came out of nowhere like this is crazy he's taking it to another extreme no like this has been the game plan from day one Oh, people actually don't listen. Like, or I guess people have hope, which is, you know, nice. Huh? People have hope. Which is, I but guess, what does hope do? Are we switching sides here? I don't know. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. What does is, what is hope do? What does what, what that mean? It gives people, like, a reason to keep going. Like, you know, maybe things will get better. Maybe things aren't as bad as they seem. Is it hope or denial, though? No, I think hope is a little... Because doesn't hope acknowledge that you have an idea of what's going on? And if you're tapping out, right, you're not hoping things are getting better. You're denying that they're even occurring. I was talking about hope in relation to, like, the people who saw what Trump was doing and, like, saw, like, people's predictions and were like, nah, like, I can't happen, you know? And then it happened. But it's, like, hope versus... You feel me? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't get that but, either, though. But anyway, this is something else we can talk about in another episode. Um, because yeah. it's a lot. It's a lot to talk about. We could go on for hours. Mm-hmm. Um, I think really. Um, do you have anything you want to say? Because I feel like you clearly know, like this is gonna be one hundred percent a mess. 
is going to be all over the place. That's <laughs> mean. I think that we, we knocked it out of the park. You know, we shared the relevant information. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. In case you didn't hear the first time, is unqualified and over Oh, yeah. <laughs> and we said, really? Um, kind of take it with a grain of salt, but like, really don't. Like, maybe with a tablespoon of salt. Okay. Full <laughs> cup, bruh. No quota. Straight up. Don't quote us. Don't quote us. Don't take us to your professors, your teachers, your parents, your doctors, your lawyers. None of that. Okay. Google is free. Clean music. Double triple check. Exactly. Wikipedia is also a good source. Yeah, and then donate to Wikipedia, man. They don't ask for a whole lot. They've been good to us from day one. Period. So the takeaway is fuck Abe Lincoln. America's a terrible place. (laughs) And support Wikipedia. Period. That's it. Okay. (laughs) Have a good day, (laughs) y'all.